0: This is the Total Tuscany podcast with Travis Justice and Pat Capania, episode ninety four.
1: Everything is pretty simple, but there, you will always find fresh flowers, a candle, fresh fruits, some water. You know all these little things that will make you instantly feel at home and i like that they feel the authenticity of this experience we are not trying to make something artificial here it's everything real
0: imagine yourself off the grid on a 16th century fully restored tuscan farm a way to reconnect with nature a way to find inner peace away from the stresses life can throw at you it's good for the soul you don't have to imagine it you can have it at La Gualda Vecchia. Bruna Carvalho created this utopia for her family. And as you find out on today's Total Tuscany podcast, you are invited to enjoy all its splendor. Pat Campagna, we're going to keep throwing people off if we keep doing more of these Total Tuscany podcasts because we're on a roll lately. One of our Instagram and Facebook followers, Moose Martelli, who's a, a regular interactist with us on our socials. And if you don't follow us on our socials, please do so. goes, you guys are on a roll. We're we're on a roll, man. What's happening? <laughs> I have no idea what, what's going what on. What got into you? You know what? I, I was re-inspired by visiting in, in, in December. And I say that, you know, I talk about that December trip all the time. But it was just like, you know what, we, we need to reconnect. People are traveling more. Uh, I've been I've been asked a lot more questions just by people who want to go to Italy. I've been contacted several times. I'm like, you know what, these podcasts are connecting with people, and people are looking for something new, something different. And, and the truth is, you know, we've actually discovered new experiences and new people, which is fun to tell new stories,
2: right? You know, we're getting outside of our comfort zone. And, yeah. And, and we're, you know— what is it about you going in December, by the way? Do you, do you like that?
0: Is love there, it. Are there crowds? What's uh, that like? You know, there's crowds on the weekends, but I love December because it's the beginning of the Christmas season. And the lights in Florence are amazing. Arezzo has the best Christmas market, I think, uh, that I've been to. Arezzo has a different vibe for me. If I were ever to move to Tuscany... And, and I don't think I, you know, I, we've talked about it. I don't know if I'd ever move full-time just because, you know, I'm an American and I love the United States. Uh, but I could see myself in the future spending a month, maybe two months a year in Tuscany. I think that's about right for me just because I have kids. I'm going to have grandkids someday. You know, I'm not, I can't expect my kids to travel all, all the time. Tuscany all the time. That would right. be too expensive. Arezzo to me probably has the best vibe for where I would like to live. Uh, of course, I love Florence, and but we're starting to to reconnect and discover maybe new areas of Tuscany. We we're familiar with with Chianti. We're we're familiar with uh, with Florence. We've we've been down to the Val d'Orcia and Montepulciano, Montalcino. But we've been talking around around that Bulgari region a lot lately. Have you noticed that? Yeah, and I've been I was wondering
2: because when you go, you always talk about this, the towns and the cities that you've yes. been is it and
0: do you kind of gravitate toward that? i I think it's safe for me. i I mean i I'm kind of a repetitive guy. If I know it, because everybody goes to me and goes, what why do you do the same thing all the time? Well, because it's comfortable. i'm I'm, I'm in my comfort zone. I can go to Florence now and walk around the city and not be lost. I know exactly where I'm at. I don't get lost, and I know enough people there that uh, if I something if I need something or if something does happen, I can they can help me solve my problem.
2: Yeah, this whole thing for us, uh, our podcast started off with our 2009 trip. Yeah, where we had, you know, our wives call it a magical stay. Yeah. in the countryside, right? The whole yeah, time. yeah, and so. <clears throat> It's interesting that we keep going back to the city but what started this all off was staying in the countryside.
0: Yeah, and, and it, what and wha- how this podcast really started was I was going through some really bad stuff and not bad stuff in 2009, but I, you know, my job was kind of weird at that time. They were making cuts in the broadcast industry. I could see where television was going and and it, it turned out to be true. I mean, local television and television in general is is just crazy and I didn't know what I was going to do. And we went to, for 17 days, we went off the grid, and I was able to reconnect, even though we had 17 people there, it was still crazy with all our kids, I was able to find some sort of peace, and we were outside of San Gimignano at the time, and it was just fun to get off the grid. Mm -hmm. Now, we haven't done that in a long time. And we may have found or stumbled upon, thanks to our recent connections, Claudia Caligari, who who's been on this podcast a couple of times, introduced us to Bruna Calavaria, who is taking a huge risk and has a vision for what the countryside in Tuscany can be. Yeah, she's kind
2: of she's got an interesting story because yes. she
0: also came from a similar background,
2: a marketing background. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm really excited to to meet her and talk with her because she's she and her family have taken a huge leap.
0: Yes, huge leap. So think of this. Think of serenity, think of peace, think of off the grid, think of just getting away to find yourself and maybe something to, 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 to get clarity. And that's what the farm La Gualda Vecchia is all about. And Bruna. Kalavania joins us today on the Total Tuscany podcast. (music) Bruna, first of all, you have been in business right around, I believe, two years. What possessed you to go to a farm and start something brand new?
1: Well, I guess it was like a lifelong thing growing up inside myself and my husband and we are we have always been people from the city uh, with families that were from the city so we didn't have like grandpa working in the garden you know we didn't have this reference and we were very very ignorant about everything that has to do with land and growing vegetables or everything like that uh, but we felt that nature was calling and that, um slower-paced life was calling so we always felt this would be an added value
0: see i'm gonna say you have a lot in common with pat because pat's a city boy yeah and his wife wanted to 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 live on a farm and you went to a farm and now you have a a, a homestead yeah
2: we we have a similar story she grew up my wife grew up on a farm and i grew up in the city so naturally she won and we're now living on a farm and (laughs) and and i i'm like you when i didn't know anything about the land but you learn quickly don't you
1: you learn a lot and you always feel like you still need a lot <laughs> <laughs>
2: there's so, a lot to learn yeah
1: yeah there is a lot to learn i mean I, I i start to become like passionate about plants and flowers and so the more i learn the more i see i don't know anything and, because it's so much right and it's so complex but it's beautiful <laughs>
0: So let's start uh, Let's start oh, g- going back uh, to, to the city. And that is, um, what did you do before? What was your career? And how did you get into this? Uh, and how did you make your way to the farm?
1: Okay. I will start almost 38 years ago when I was born in Sao Paulo. But I, I, I promise I will be short. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Sao Paulo, Brazil, which, you know, it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And chaotic, uh, so I met life, instability and poverty, misery, all that stuff. You probably know. Uh, and I I lived there for ten years. Okay. So I had these in my in my uh, childhood, but um, at the same time, my parents had a little house on a small island in front of São Paulo, uh, where we went on weekends. So there, I had like my Wilderness um, connection with the sea and with plants, even if I was totally not aware. but nowadays I feel it. Um, and then I came to Italy because my mom is Italian. my father always wanted to come, so we we moved to Italy. And first I went uh, in a town near Torino, which is in the north. Then we went to Varese, which is near Milano. so for seventeen years, so I studied there. I met my husband there. Um, and then, with my husband and with two children, uh, we left north of Italy, and we went to Zurich, Switzerland. Wow! Yeah, have had we quite were pretty... a journey. <laughs> yes, we we left everything and just have we we went uh, because we wanted um, better life quality for the kids. Zurich is really nice for that. Uh, and also, I needed uh, better um, opportunities for my job because I wasn't finding what I needed in Italy. Uh, the job market is pretty difficult in Italy. So in Zurich, there is so much opportunities if you if you were uh, willing to do something. And it's easier to do stuff in, in Switzerland. But I never felt Switzerland like my home so uh, even if it was amazing four years amazing time uh, after i decided to go back to italy uh, we still wanted a big city uh, so we would have a lot of choices of schools for the kids and blah blah so we went to rome and there i kept my job i had in zurich which was an amazing opportunity because the salary is three times what i would have in italy and I was flying like one week per month, and my husband was flying one week per month. We we saw us <laughs> at the front door, <laughs> <of them. laughs> and the kids. We had to run and work a lot, and you know, this kind of life. And, and then the pandemic came, and a lot of stuff went together. I don't know how to explain, like a puzzle. And I was like, I need to take my life person that can work for someone I'm an entrepreneur inside my soul uh, and so this was the chance to find our place in nature connected to nature but totally in nature um, and we found this place on internet during the lockdown so we were close at home we couldn't visit it in person we watched it from all kind of Google Earth and maps and we researched the era because we didn't know anything about Aspeny and this place here. And this was the only house that would meet our parameters like economical um, distances from airports, schools, et cetera, et cetera. So when they opened, I don't know if you, if you also had this in the US, like this lockdown and you couldn't go from one region to the other.
0: No, we we had pretty much free reign. I mean, we had to wear masks, uh, and, but I went to work every day. Yeah. I mean, I we, we could we could travel. Uh, it was travel was probably limited a little bit, but uh, we we didn't we did not have the restrictions that you did in, in Italy. Not even close to what you had. No. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. In that moment, they were like we were prisoners at home. So when they opened up the border <laughs> and we could visit Tuscany, uh, we we came. We saw the house and we were, we fell in love with the house and with the energy we felt here. So, two months later, we were living here and we started the restructuring, uh, res- restoring, restructuring.
0: Yep, of, yep. The, the restoration.
1: The restoration. Uh, it's <laughs> it went on for one year till everything was ready and we were leaving, like changing rooms. <laughs> and we Um, it was pretty much chaos and a lot of dust everywhere. Yeah. I I wouldn't do it again.
0: (laughs) You, uh, well, you wouldn't do it again?
1: I would never. (laughs) (laughs) I,
2: I get the sense you're not moving again. This is, this is it, huh?
1: Who knows? Probably. Yes.
2: So could you explain to the listeners where, you know, they won't know necessarily the towns, but where are you in reference to Florence and Rome and how close are you to the ocean?
1: I I think we are almost halfway from Florence and Rome, like it's two hours each or maybe two and a half hours to Rome and two to Florence. Um, And from the beach, we are half an hour by car, but we are much uh, closer uh, air. Go by air, by airplane. (laughs) if you could fly. Uh, So we we have the influence of the sea here. Uh, It rains very little compared to other regions because we have these kind of winds coming from Elba Island. Mm. Yeah, uh, so it's, it's a very nice, actually, climate here. Um, we are on the hills, 300 meters above the sea level. So it's always pretty fresh. and yeah, This is our position and we are very near to Bulgaria. So if you are a super Tuscan wine lover, you should know Bulgaria.
0: We, we've been hitting the Bulgaria area a lot. Of course, we had Claudia on. We had Chica from Cooking in Tuscany. Now, now we we have you, and so it, we're kind of we're learning a, a new region of Tuscany, which is fun because we haven't we haven't visited that area. When you when you took over this restoration, when you when you said you know what I need I need a slower life, was it always the plan to start a business, or was it going to originally just be your home, or was it always going to be a business that, that you were forming?
1: going to be a business because slower life but also a new job because i really felt that i needed to be an entrepreneur and not working for someone like this was really my nature to to work for myself that is it is there where i would give more to me and to the world i don't know this is a bit (laughs) <laughs> but at least to me, yeah.
2: So as an entrepreneur, tell, tell the listeners what you've created. I mean, you've got this beautiful, it sounds like an idyllic, beautiful place on top of these hills. What have you created for the guests that might arrive?
1: So the first activity we created was the um, hospitality. We have um, this building, the, the base is from the 16th century. Uh, so it's pretty old um, we divided this house this big house into three apartments one is ours and then there are two apartments for guests we are open all year round and the apartments have everything you might need to stay for two days or for one or two weeks as much as you wish um, and we have place for up to nine people
0: so you do, um, so what are the offerings? I, I know you have yoga. I, I see a couple's retreat. Um, it, it, it just seems like serenity. Get away, escape life, get back in touch with yourself. Is that your goal when people come to visit your your, your farm?
1: I'm so glad that you could understand it so clearly because that's exactly the, the, the goal. Like, uh, I, it wasn't clear for myself since the beginning, It's like if we worked naturally toward it. Now I see it like here it's 360 degrees wellness for your mind, for your body, for your spirit, for everything. Um, Even though we are not here like uh, pushing too much into, um, I don't know, weird stuff. uh, We are here just to reconnect with ourselves and with nature. Naturally, not forcing stuff. Not making people feel awkward but we try to make people feel at home safe and the nice thing here is that we have no light pollution for example so you can see the milk the milky way and beautiful starry skies and the quality of the air is really amazing because we are in the middle of woods we are surrounded by woods, so it cleans the, the air um, very nicely um And then, of course, uh, we tried to build everything in a way that um, like all the furniture is made by artisans and the materials are natural, it's stone or wood, Um, the fabrics are made in Tuscany. I try to make everything local, everything I can uh, source locally, I do. Because I really believe that if we can do this, this can help the world. Because I think the logistics is a lot of uh, dirt.
2: So you have put so much effort into making this peaceful, serene place. Do, are most of your guests couples, or, or, or families? are families? Are people bringing their children? How does that? How does that work?
1: Uh, I frankly think that this per, this place is perfect for couples. So the majority is couples. We also have families coming here. Um, yeah, and we have like. Half Italians and half people from abroad, I cannot say. like Usually people think that only Germans are coming or English people, but but actually uh, we have people, also a lot of people from Italy, searching for a place where to slow down, where to sleep well.
0: You know, I think of the movie Eat, Love, Pray, right? She went to Italy to eat, but it's almost like your place could be like where you go to pray and and even love, right? I mean, that, or rediscover love, should we say that? I'm getting corny now, but uh, you you understand what I'm saying, I hope.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I know. I see what you mean, but it is actually like this. Because when you reconnect with yourself and you see that you are part of nature and that nature is not something outside of us or other than us, we are that stuff and we need that stuff, so... Uh, everything goes together so smoothly um, and life quality improves a lot. did you
0: Did you have an experience of your own that was like, you know what I, you, did you experience a retreat like this or did you go through something and you were like, okay, I, I enjoyed that and made a difference in my life. I need to do this for other people.
1: Yes actually before coming here a uh, few months before coming here we have been to a place run by to a couple of pretty old people um they are quite gridless like they are they, they live out of uh, only fire they almost have no power energy they don't use it um, they put they their food in their vegetables garden like they are really pro. Pro level, <laughs> we are not at that level, um, but it was very interesting to be there. Uh, the, the serenity, um, their time schedule was so different from what we were used in the city. Like where you have to run because you have to go to work, and then you have to take the kids, and they have to go to activities, and then you have to go to the gym to keep fit. Because what you do is not keeping your feet if you stay in front of your computer all day, right? And On the other hand, these people, they were choosing what they were doing every day. So they woke up, they do some work outside. Um, The man went with the animals and the lady went to the vegetables garden to collect stuff. And then they went to the house and had a very comfortable, slow coffee and stuff. Um, And that felt so good after you had already worked a little bit, took some sunshine. Then you have your coffee. Um, and then you go work again, you decide together what you're going to do that day. And then you eat your own food. I mean, it, it really felt like that's real life. Like we felt really alive then. Uh, so that, that made a big difference for us. We, we went with our children actually who were almost teenagers uh, and they were totally not used to that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they, they were scared of flies.
0: of flies
1: yes this was the level
2: wow (laughs) so uh, you saw this genuine off the grid farm that these people were running tell us about your garden i I see that you've created a a vegetable garden and you have some amazing apparently amazing plants and ornamental flowers tell tell us about that yeah so after the
1: restoration of the house we had this all the space and I frankly felt like I, I cannot do it on my own I don't have the, the, the knowledge to do this and I really wanted a garden um, in the last years everywhere I went I tried to find a garden to visit in uh, in Scotland or wherever we were we were traveling to we wanted to visit a garden uh, I didn't really know why but I felt so fascinated by gardens um, and the Romans actually already built like these huge gardens where they would discuss philosophy, politics, um, and they had a lot of amb- ambience, different ambience in their gardens, like with the theatre or the lake or the cave. Uh, very interesting, right? be uh, this kind of um, interest uh, nowadays, but I really wanted to recreate something like this because I always talk about culture, um, events, gathering people together around beautiful things uh, should have been part of my project of life. So, and the garden was the perfect place. Uh, so, I found this architect whose name is Katerina Contu. And um, I liked on, that on her website she mentioned um, low water requirement uh, plants and low maintenance plants even
0: though they need water and maintenance. <laughs> so there seem to be some themes and in, in, in I'm on your website right now and it's a beautiful yeah. website. So the, you have the labyrinth of uh, bed of grasses, you have the amphitheater, the realm of fire. Where did you come up with these themes and and, and what do each of those represent when somebody visits and, and, and visits those gardens?
1: Yeah so it's exactly this concept that this architect uh, have in all the gardens she's uh, building right now it's an emotional garden so through the elements of the earth like fire air water um, water earth air fire right yes <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> You're talking to two guys who probably are. Yeah. We're probably not in touch with our feelings no, in our in our inner no. self as much as you are. So we need to say this. Place. We're, we're just going to trust you on this. <laughs> we don't know any different. No.
1: Well, we have these natural elements all over the garden, and they come up um, here and there, and. We also have some ancient geometries like triangles and circles that bring some energy into the place where they are placed. If you are following some kind of structure that was used like centuries ago, always uh, where the human being have been. Um, So this is what you find in the garden. And you will find always this um, very feathery kind of plants that give the name to
0: the to the emotional garden of Feather Pass. So you've been open for about two years. You're coming off a pandemic, which, you know, a lot of people think you're starting a business when? Um, it, it, it sounds like you and your husband had, had really good jobs. Uh, you give it all up. What's the hardest part about being an entrepreneur and starting from scratch and maybe something you don't even know and then... Going hey, here, here we are, because people just don't show up automatically, do they?
1: No. So this comes, uh, this helps me uh, respond you to a question that you made before, and I didn't reply actually. What I was doing before, I was doing marketing. So this helped me a lot, <laughs> right? And let me tell you, my husband didn't um, leave his job yet; he still has his. Fit there, so that helps us economically because we wouldn't be um, self-sustainable yet. Because as you say, it's not easy. People are not showing up by themselves, and there was a lot of investment these two years, these three years. There was really a huge investment in the in this activity, in this business. Um, if I
0: can ask, how much? I mean, you're starting from scratch. I'm going to ask you a personal question. I mean, how much? How much money are we talking about to to renovate uh, your your farm.
1: I think, all in all, is more than a million. Oh,
0: oh, wow! 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 Man, that is crazy. But,
1: but... it's very happy. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. the, <laughs> The bankers are happy that we are dreamers uh.
0: so I, I i i bet you and your husband are doing that couple yoga retreat looking at each other straight in the eye going we gotta make this work <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i mean somehow yes somehow i'm like i'm i'm building something beautiful and meaningful uh and I, i've in this and i really think that when you put to the world, it comes back somehow. Um, and I always find that the problems with money are always solvable. At least for us, I mean, we are in the first world, part of the world, and we, we have the means to overcome economical problems. Uh, and I think the only way to, to do something great in your life is to go totally down. <laughs> With your financials, and then you go up again. Because if you are if you are conscious and too too conscious and looking too much for every cent you have, it's very difficult to do something. And luckily, I found like my husband is a little bit more like me, and we are a bit like let's do this. We believe in it, so we do it, and then we will take it from there.
2: I'm just curious if, if we, if a couple from our, our listeners were staying at the place, how would they, would you prepare their meals? Do they, do they go into town? What's that look like for somebody that's coming from the States that might want to stay at your farm?
1: Okay. So uh, first of all, you would have, this is one of the apartments that we rent and you had you would have a kitchen where you can cook. And we offer the service that if you give us a lease, we do the groceries, the first groceries for you for free. You just pay the rest the, the, the um, whatever it is it was the amount Um, and you will find everything in in the kitchen already so you can come here and you already find it and then you can cook something if you like Um, we offer the extra service that you can book of breakfast but we don't cook we don't have like a restaurant there are restaurants around here Uh, if you would come you would have to rent a car because this area needs a car or or you just stay here For the entire um which would be also nice You, you could stay the entire time here but it's so beautiful around you have the sea you have um the geothermic park there is a lot to see so i don't know it depends on what you want actually um and if you want to stay here it's fine because we can do groceries for people and there are restaurants that are six kilometers away very nice
0: yeah, that uh, it, it, I don't mind renting a car. You're driving, and for people who want to know, driving in Italy is, is super easy. It's not. Uh, it's in Google Maps is it works just fine. I remember the first time we went in two thousand nine. Uh, remember we we did like the Garmin maps and we were it, it wasn't quite up the snuff yet, but not now, as fluid as it is. Not now. as fluid now. You just r- get your phone out and Google Maps works uh, works just fine. And and driving and yes, you drive on the right side of the road. It's not like in, in Ireland when we were there last week really? driving or last year, I didn't like driving <laughs> on the left side of the road. That was a little, that was a little confusing to me. Um, <laughs> what, what has been, uh, the most satisfying for you when somebody leaves? What, what are some of the comments, you know, if somebody comes partakes in a, in, in a retreat or, or just a getaway. What's been some of the feedback you've got that just makes you know, you know what, you're going down the right path. Uh, I love that.
1: People realize that there is a lot of effort in each detail, so that I'm really looking into the detail of everything, even though it's everything is pretty simple. But they, you will always find fresh flowers, a candle, fresh fruits, some water. You know all these little things that will make you instantly feel at home. And I like that they feel the authenticity of this experience. We are not trying to make something artificial here um it's everything real (laughs) i don't know how how to how to explain this um and also if people are willing to stay on their own the spaces allow for a lot of privacy so you always have a place where you can stay by yourself uh, without being interrupted or disturbed by someone Uh, and we try to be ghosts we, if, if when there are guests, we try to like disappear. But if you're willing to talk with us, we are also available. So we we will appear.
0: So <laughs> we, here, that's the type of guest we we would be. And, and Pat, I'm speaking for you. If we stayed at your place, and hopefully we do someday, we would be the guests. Like we're gonna walk up to your house with like three bottles of wine and say, "Let's right. go to town, right. all right? We're, we're we're drinking, we're eating, we're 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 gonna have fun."
2: We'd be cooking in your <laughs> kitchen, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's cool because I have a kitchen with the island, you know, so everybody can be around and we can cook together. That will be a lot of fun.
0: You do offer yoga. Are you a certified yoga instructor? Are you the one who takes people through those classes or do you bring somebody in? Uh, how does that work?
1: Yeah, I, I bring somebody in, which I trust a lot. She has been for two years my own teacher, so I totally know how she works and the results. Um, so she she's working a lot with me, and and then actually during if talking about the people coming from the U.S. and stay at us, there is also the outdoor spa. Not not sure if you saw that. I did um, not see
0: that. You have hmm. a you have a spa right there.
1: Yes, um, we have a whirlpool, top. Okay. Uh, that we can heat up with our woods of course and we have a sauna a barrel sauna so it's everything it's wooden there is nothing like too plastic here so and you have the view on in nature and then we have this kind of three showers which are a bit of uh, almost artsy um, in corten I don't know if you know this material it's like iron that is rusted uh, and They are the three showers are in a position that they create this kind of energetical place and they immerse yourself completely in nature and we aromatize everything with essential oils. Wow.
2: Is this, so for our guests, is there a minimum stay? Can, can a couple from, let's say an American couple visiting Florence, can they stay at your place for a weekend or is there, do they have to stay a week? How does that work?
1: Um, out of high season is two nights, minimum say, and in high season is ideally five nights.
0: Okay. And that, and that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, uh, in, in, in the, that's, that's something people in, in the United States aren't used to are high and low seasons. Right. Cause we just. We just go to Phoenix is is high season all the time. It seems like Destin, Florida, is, is high season all the time. So I always go in low season to Italy. Uh, you know, December, early December. We're going in March. Yeah, um, it, It's more affordable to go in low season for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it's much more fun, I think, because I, you find parking lots, you find places in the restaurants. Yeah,
0: yeah. B- can- believe it or not, I don't like people. I, I mean that in a nice way in that but when you go to, I remember my first time to Florence, it was Palm Sunday, 2009. I walked in. I'm like I, I, I like had an anxiety panic attack. I'm like, I'm never going back to Florence, Italy again, ever, ever. I hated the city and everyone's was like, no, no, you got to go to Florence. And now I, we went during the low season and now I found my I go to Florence all the time. So that uh, my first impression was not good, but yeah, lots of people I, I don't mix with lots of people.
2: Yeah, I remember that day. The crowds, the crowds, turned you off.
0: <laughs> yes, they did. I, your farm sounds like where I need to be. I just need to go get off the grid. I'm going to go hang out with you and your husband. And uh, yeah. I, I've never but, done yoga. I'm too fat to do yoga. But you no, know,
1: I, that's no excuse, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bruna. I will always find an excuse. <laughs> I promise you that. I will always find an excuse.
1: <laughs> Maybe after a couple of buffalo points. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh well thank you so much for your time this was a, a fascinating conversation um uh, i i cannot i i really want to when we're there in march i hopefully we can get together and, and visit if not we can come back hopefully do a stay at your place uh i'd love to to, to learn more about it and see it and uh, uh congratulations on taking this this giant leap forward because i think it's fascinating and people are always looking just to to find some inner peace. And I think you're providing that.
1: Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun.
2: Are you inspired, Trav, to go now back to the
0: countryside? I am just because you know you're going to get quality. Listen, let's be perfectly honest. Anybody puts a million dollars or a million euro into a a, a farm? A 16th century farm. A 16th century farm. Uh, you know you're getting quality. You're you're going to show up and you're going to get exactly what's delivered. So absolutely, and not just based on the investment, but I just think of off the grid, and uh, we we have a link to the website uh, on our on our blog page. So make sure to check that out because there are pictures of the apartments. There's pictures of the the farm, and you're going to get a good idea of the surroundings you're in. I've never I've never done a couples retreat. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know how my wife would, she would laugh at me. We we'd be doing yoga together and we'd be staring at each other in the eyes, and we, she would laugh at me. I think it's good, <laughs> good suit for the soul. Have you ever done yoga? I've done yoga, but
2: not. Yeah, I have done yoga. Uh, would your wife kids. look at
0: you in the eyes and and, and, and would it would it be uh, piercing or would it be loving?
2: <laughs> well, I wouldn't be the apple of her eye at this point. <laughs> it wouldn't be the same as when we did it originally. <laughs> Um, But I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by what Bruna described Is you know, whenever we go to Italy, I notice right away, there's no billboards. There's no pollution, the noise pollution, the eye pollution. She's off the grid so far. You can see see the stars. It's a little microclimate.
0: It's funny that you just said that because there's always one thing I remember about a podcast. And the one thing she said is they have no light pollution. And you can see the Milky Way. Mm -hmm. Now, just think about that. You're out in the middle of nowhere... You're in, you're up in the hills of, uh, of of this region, and you just see serenity, peace. You see the universe, right? And you know people are always looking for something different to do. Um, the easy thing to do is Florence, because that's what I do. I do the easy thing. I I, I go to Chianti. I go I go to Florence. I, I do the simple things. This would be hard for me, but I think it's something that I need to do. And something I probably will do within the next year, year and a half, just yeah. because we we met Bruna. She's so passionate about it. And you see the photos of, of where she's at, and you're like, yeah, that's something I need to do. Very authentic. Yes. I don't think I could do five days. I need, I, I think two days would be about perfect for me. For me. I'm not saying, I'm not speaking for anybody. I think two days would be perfect for me, mm-hmm. just because I like to get around and do some other things. Um but yeah, I think two, I, I would start with a two day, and then go. Oh, I I might go back for five. Right. You know, yeah, good plan. Yeah. So, yeah, great stuff. If, and if you have any questions or would like to know more about our podcast guest or have any questions about traveling to Tuscany, you can also send us an email, uh, totaltuscany at gmail.com. That's totaltuscany at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a podcast or something you'd like to know more about, feel free to just let us know. Uh, we have what we think are really good connections, and we can, we can either find what you're looking for or uh, make an inquiry to, so you can find more out about it. Of course, follow us on our social media channels. Uh, just search Total Tuscany on Facebook you can also do it on Instagram Twitter and uh, it, don't, don't do TikTok yet because I, I, we have a TikTok page but it, it's non-existent right now because my kids run it and my kids aren't around so, uh, but you can still find us on the social media channels so thank you for listening hope you enjoyed it, shared it with friends and get ready to uh, keep exploring Tuscany with us and also don't be afraid to book that trip to Tuscany and take that leap and, and, and get away and find your peace find your serenity. For Pat Companion, I'm Travis Justice. We will talk to you next time on the Total Tuscany Podcast.